Welcome to WRL Broadcast. I am Hate Mail. With me today we have Bizarro. Goodbye, everybody. And this is the Meta Report. And today we are going to talk about Martian Manhunter and also do a revisit, because I only did a very brief episode on Metallo. So I figured we could kind of get into those. Bizarro, you also... Um, actually, before we get into anything else, if you notice the cover art of this episode... I have to give mad props to Blue Lightning, who created this just for this episode, and it looks absolutely amazing. And you may have seen his other art on Reddit for him doing new DC Legends loading screens. They are super cool. I bubbled that up to WV, but apparently, I guess, for legal purposes, they're not allowed to use art that's not created by their contracted artists. So that's kind of a bummer. But doesn't mean we can't use it for the podcast, so Blue Lightning was very welcoming enough to allow us to use this for some cover art for some of our episodes instead of my uh, ghetto-looking uh, <laughs> cut and paste and paint. So. And, Maybe it'll at least give them some inspiration for new loading screens. Yeah, I mean, I don't know why they don't just take like the characters in slow motion when they're doing their animations just to freeze frame and doing that as loading screens because they yeah. haven't done anything new in forever. Hey, did you know that, uh, that Superman's Kryptonian name is Kal-El? <laughs> how many times have you seen that yeah so have you um played with martian manhunter yet bizarro i have he is pretty darn good gotta say he is pretty darn good and he's frustrating to play against yeah he's i actually when i was first using him i was a little disappointed because i really expected him to be like broken meta s tier um, mm-hmm. when we did the tier list we rated him s tier pretty quickly I'm not sure I'll vote next S tier. I kind of go back and forth. I waffle on him. Certain matches when you use him, Wonder Girl can get just absolute mm. go on a rampage against you because he busts so much. But yeah. overall, he is pretty ridiculous, and he is a pain to face. Yes, he is. Um, I actually dislike facing him much worse than facing Lex, which I think I Lex agree. teams overall on offense are still a little more you, you get carried a little easier. But Martian Manhunter, he does everything you want him to do. He's pretty ridiculous, and he, um, he, it, because the sandbaggers hate facing him so much, I'm now going to have to rebirth five him because he also <laughs> stuns. So. <laughs> but I just, I cannot believe it's another green I'm gonna rebirth, and Hawk Girl's still on my list, so it's just, it's absurd. Um, do you, you actually have some rebirth tokens sitting? trying to figure out who I want to use it on, but nobody gets me excited. I wish I could do Martian Manhunter, but I don't have enough fragments for him. Now, you were mentioning to me before the show started that I guess people... Well, actually, I'll let, let you ask, Mike, what you were talking to me about before the podcast started. And... Okay, sure. Yeah, so I was saying that, uh, you know, there's, I don't know what you would call it, but there's a syndrome that I wonder if it exists that, like when you're a kid, that your newest toy is always your favorite toy. And I wonder if that, uh, and, you know, in some ways uh, has an effect on how people rate tunes because, you know, you get somebody new, it's exciting. Because sometimes there's there's tunes that are getting rated high that I feel like, nah, this is a trash tune. And when this month is over, we'll never see this tune again. So basically the question was, to what extent is the, the newness of the tune impacting how people are rating it? I would say it's pretty high because you obviously you're gonna be more excited about the new and shiny toy 
Yeah. And you're kind of bored of the other characters. You face the other characters a hundred times and you're like, ah, they're easy. And you're not, you're used to fighting them. You're used to dealing with them. You've got your strategy down. And then when a new character comes along, they seem pretty good on offense. And then when you face them, they wreck your day because you're not used to fighting them. And you're like, wow, this yep. character's really good. And I notice we always revisit when we do the tier list because we base a lot of our tier list around playing Siege because you're so worried about losing a tune. So you really are evaluating how, how potent a character is. And when the bonus tunes come out, that moves them up or down depending on how well they perform during Siege pretty regularly. So it's... Like one tune that comes to mind for me is Black Mask because... He's an RNG nightmare, and I hate fading, facing him on defense, but I would never run him. And um, and it's because he's so RNG-based. I think most of his percentage is around 40%. So I, I don't like him as a tune. I never use him, um, but I hate facing him. And so that goes right, right into what you were saying, is you face him, you know, and you say, oh, this team looks really good. He's wrecking my team. But... I don't really think he's that great of character overall. I didn't like on the match at first, but I've warmed up to him a lot because those strength downs, they're just so potent, and he stacks them up so quick because I don't like using any characters that rely on somebody to die. But mm-hmm. he, yeah, I mean, he call assists, and uh, I don't. A lot of people are like, "Oh, he's S tier, he's S tier." I don't agree with that at all. I think I think he's very. I think he's an A character overall, but he's yeah. I mean, when I play with him, he he never has crit immunity. When I play against the computer, it's just constant crit immunity. Um, And that's what I mean by the RNG nightmare is just, you know. And and I'd like to see a little bit more balance in that regard of when I'm using the tune versus when the AI is. And I know the AI needs somewhat of an advantage, but it's gotten a little out of control when you've got a 40% chance and yet he's got uh, crit immunity the whole time. Oh, he's yeah. The AI, especially in Siege, always has obscene AI. But that there's a, and I think a lot of people that have weaker rosters like characters that have. I I, I swear I'm gonna do a whole episode on this in the near future, where I think if you have a weaker roster, you have better RNG than you do if you have an advanced roster. And I see more and more examples of that. And Kage's started to notice it too, because he intentionally keeps his roster fairly ungeared. And his RNG, when I watch his videos, they're just, it's so good. It's like, there's just so much luck. And I'm huh. like, how is that possible? But I don't know if that's just comes from, you know, just bias or if there's something to it. So we're going to do yeah. that. But, um, I mean, I will say lately, of, I've had a the devil, luck. Kage, Let me see if I can accept it. I think we just lost Bizarro. Let me add you to the call, Kage. Okay. Call you back. Hey, let me add Kage. He wanted to. Jump. All right. I had two matches this week where I had an all energy team against a team, and I lost. Yeah, it's it's so funny because we were just talking about you, Kage. So that was like perfect timing. Oh, word. I was talking about how your RNG always seems so good, and I almost <clears throat> wonder if sandbaggers have better RNG than advanced rosters. Maybe. That was, That's the working theory. I want to do a whole like test theory on that just to see one day you can see if it gets better as it gets worse as the distance gets bigger um well we were just talking about martian manhunter what are your overall thoughts on him kage 
He's pretty good. I think he is a little bit better than um, St. Walker. But I think he's at the bottom of the S-tier characters. Yeah, I'm kind of with you on that. I can't decide if I like him or Brainiac better. I like Brainiac a lot more than you do. And there's so many counterattack characters now that I really find that invaluable. Uh-huh. His faster speed does make a huge difference. Yeah, that's really what um, makes Martian Manhunter stick out. Otherwise, if he never got that Terminator boost in the rework, I don't think he'd be that good because he needs his awareness to really make his kit function. That's how he's going to get the intelligence ups and the overheal and the invisibility. And so without the awareness, he's just kind of a sitting duck. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't do any damage. He doesn't do anything. But, you know, aside from all that, once if you can give him an awareness somehow, then, yeah, then, you know, he, he does great. I don't like him with... I don't. He doesn't pair great with Metallo. That was my problem. Is I'm trying to keep those two together, and I don't really like that pairing. I think Brainiac and Metallo pair way better because the Power Girls and Arcus that are on so many teams, mm-hmm. they just counterattack. As soon as you open with your AOE with Metallo, they counterattack and murder him. Where if you're in Brainiac, they stay alive very easy. But Martian Manhunter paired with like Donna Troy, he's always got his awareness. He's good to go. For sure, I it it depends on the setup because I've played Metallo and Brainiac. They're not Brainiac, Martian um, Manhunter, and my concern isn't more so that um, Power Girl and Arcus are counterattacking, but it's more the awareness helps him set up because he wants to gain those strength ups passively so he can he can start. Um, yeah, you know, that hurts them too. I mean, there's a lot of a lot of reasons they just they don't mesh well together. Yeah, I don't know. I I think the pairing is decent, but I also, I also don't think Metallo is that great of a character either. Well, we'll get into uh, him in a moment. That's what this whole episode's about. But we're doing Martian yeah, Manhunter uh, and Metallo. I think for me, what keeps Martian Manhunter at the bottom of S tier is I know you guys have always said one of your qualifiers is that they make their team better. And I think hate mail or sorry, Kage was right when he said, you know, beyond the the 20% you get at the beginning of the match, he's not doing a whole heck of a lot to make your team better unless people die. And so I see like Lex is superior in that regard of making his team better more consistently through the match. Yeah. I'll agree with that. I'm just excited. I like to see more and more leaders because if there's just one really good leader like Alex, then you don't see a lot of diversity. And we're getting more and more yeah. very strong leaders. Where even like uh, St. Walker. St. Walker, I wouldn't say is an up, like he's not a tip-top leader, but he's an upper echelon leader who's still extremely good. We just need that tune that kind of counters speed a little bit at some point, And I think that will really diversify the leader pool. Yeah, I saw somebody complaining about a turn meter uh, meta, saying they're tired of all the turn meter. Yeah, I mean, right now the game is almost around who can go first, and if you have some yep. way to counter that, like not by just being faster, you have a way to punish going first or punish being faster, I think that would well, be a, a great addition to the game. 
we kind of already have that with uh, Superboy. Um, kind of, yeah. Yeah, kind of. Not. It's you not quite half that. measure. You need a little bit more, I think. Yeah, I don't know what they could bring out that'll, you know, counter, you know, speed. They could have. They had potential with Vixen with that leader ability. You know, it's like, oh, you want to go faster? Then I'll go faster too. I well, I think I, I still think that the eventual rework of Jay Garrick could potentially be the answer. Maybe. But if he could properly eat her meter. WB really is really hesitant on making a strong character like that. I don't know. We'll see something, hopefully eventually. Are you saving their age discrimination there? <laughs> um how about Bizarro makes all the team leader abilities opposite? <laughs> that would be hilarious. <laughs> That would I I actually would love to see that. You get twenty percent turn meter down if you run Martian Manhunter. That could be pretty cool. So on um on to Metallo. I've actually warmed up to him quite a bit actually. He's not I mean, he's not a great character by any means, but because he's a stunner and he's a physical and he's a turn zero taunter and he has an AoE purge, it kind of gives him all the tools that I look for in a character. He just is a little on the squishy side. So I rebirthed him once just because I got enough. I bought enough to where I could take his shards to RB2. And then I plan to... I've actually found quite a few teams that I really like with him, which one of them is um, Brainiac lead with Metallo, Killer Frost, or Hawkgirl. Pick your poison. And then I've been running as the fourth... Either Alan Scott or um, I've actually recently geared Spectre for Siege finally. And I like him a lot more than I thought I did. A lot more than I thought I did. So he's been, he's been pretty I think he's garbage. <laughs> I hate <laughs> to say it, but I think he, you guys, I think, had it right in the first episode where you were talking about a red that's taunting and has very little protection beyond the crit immunity. I just think he's fodder for all these special damage reds that are out there and i almost don't want to put the taunt on him for that reason but then his whole kit is built around that that's why i like brainiac because it gives him the shield a little bit of shield to give him a little extra life pool and then he has the crit immunity he is he still struggles to stay alive but if you're watching the video version of this episode you can see where i can take on i mean i cleared two boards with that team so you you can take on just about any team with it mm. because Brainiac protects you against the counter. I just think the fundamental flaw with Metallo is they just gave him the wrong gear set. They yes. made him made him a physical support character like Red Robin instead of a tank character like Barda or Bane. So if he if he give if he was given that gear set, he'd probably be an upper echelon like Tonner because you don't have a lot that. of honors that can purge maybe his uh, rework a year and a half from now <laughs> <We'll be. laughs> I, and I, I 100% characters. agree with what Kage said yeah by the time wrong, they get, he gets reworked, by the time he gets reworked man he'll have him RB5 right yeah probably <laughs> I'm going to take him to RB2 I think I'm going to pause him at RB1 for now and then 
I may even take him to RB2 sooner. I don't know. But I'll we'll work on Martian Manhunter. I don't think I have enough to even do more than... I don't even know if I have enough to do RB3. i got to math out because while well, he's got a sale, see what I'm going to take him you to. You a Rebirth Red to deal with Wonder Girl. Well, I have my Catwoman at RB4. And she does. She actually does really well against these um, Martian Manhunter teams because I can steal all the awareness. I was also surprised there was no interaction with Metallo and Kryptonians. Seemed like a missed opportunity. Yeah, that would have been nice. But he doesn't. He doesn't pair well with Superman because Superman wants to get the characters to be crit. So yeah. I don't know. I think I still think he's got potential. He could, depending on. You know what comes down the road if he gets there's a new character that comes out that gives better protection at some point to taunters or something you know there there could be something i mean but he runs in he's in he's in the same boat as giganta giganta's not bad it's just she gets murdered by these there's just so many ultra strong special damage brains yep that my prediction is you won't see him beyond this month i'll use him but <laughs> no. Well, maybe you personally, but I don't yeah. think most of us will see him after this month. Yeah, I, I just think he's that bad. But maybe I'm wrong. He'll be he'll be part of my team because I like to mix it up. I get a little bored of running the same team over and over. So now I have a, and I do there's, like him against Hal Jordan teams. teams. I love him against Hal Jordan teams. Okay. Uh, uh, do we have any idea of a legendary order? Yeah, I pretty. Pretty set. Uh, let's do um, Martian Manhunter first, and just kind of talk through it and see if you guys agree with what. Because I had updated the list a little while ago on Martian okay. Manhunter. I'm uh, a big proponent of his three first purging the five buffs, and the purge can't miss. I don't. I can't see an argument for anything else being higher. But what do you guys think? I would take the call assist first, actually. Really. The reason being is because that. Purge is on a high cooldown, and you're gonna run stunners or uh, purgers that are faster than Martian Manhunter. So that gives them, you know, Martian to have room to do other things on his first turn. So I don't know, Wonder Girl, DOJ, or name any number of stunners or uh, purgers. Uh, yeah. They'll move before Martian Manhunter, and they'll purge the kit. And plus. His attack can miss, but the purge won't miss. So, you know, I'd rather not spend his first turn dealing with that. I'd rather spend his first turn doing something productive, like calling that assist and dishing out another awareness on the teammate. See, my only argument to that, against that, is that a lot of times the purgers that I have don't remove all of the buffs, and I still need to remove more. So, his. So, his... which. Who are you running into that buffs into like a million Argus. buff stacks? You can deal with Arcus uh, and with... Martian Manhunter when you're facing other ones. So why don't you just run? Uh... See, I think it's more because what? of the types of teams I run. I don't, I don't usually run Wonder Girl, and I don't run other. Like I'm trying to run my stun comps, and his extra purging is needed in that in that scenario. So I can see, I can definitely see where the one. I think those are interchangeable depending on the type of team you're using. Uh, if you're going to run a stun team, doesn't Catwoman remove all buffs? Yeah, but I usually don't. I haven't been running. I've been running. Um, or I'd been running them more in Siege, so the three was more important to me in Siege. 
because I'm not running other stun removers or um, buff removers. But yeah, I could see I could see the argument actually. You're probably right. One might be a little bit better choice for the majority of the population. I went with three first. Yeah, I think it could be either one. I'm gonna put on here a slash and kind of whichever one you think is better for your comp. I know I personally was thinking of Power Girl because you know even people that can purge her buffs. She's gaining them right back, so to be able to stun and purge is is a nice thing as opposed to just purging, because it just totally shuts her down. Yeah, I I I think you could go either way, um, and I think we all agree. If if we go with three first, then one would be next. So depending on which one you think is better for your team, it could be either one. Yeah. And then I after that, I would go his two. Anybody think any different? I'm a little torn on that one. Uh, I like his passive, the one with the, you know, gaining an overheal. And yeah. That really protects him. Yeah, uh, I was torn between those two as well. So, I don't know. I, I think you can make a solid argument for the two because the debuff immunity is really good. Yeah, uh, I find I, 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 I cast that pretty early. Yeah, especially with this siege with the Red Hood. Yeah. You know, in the mix. So. And then I think we all kind of agree on his five being last. Yes. Mm, I don't know. That's tough. I don't plan on dying. It doesn't matter if you don't plan on dying. It's uh, just a countermeasure and annoys your opponent on defense. Yeah, but I mean, if you if you were torn between two and four being together, which one you want, then I would say five would have to be last at that. And what do you think the minimum legendary order? For Shoot, them? my my, in, my internet cut out. My internet cut out. But uh, did you guys catch anything I said? I heard it. Yeah, we heard everything. Oh, okay. The, uh, All right. What would you say the minimum legendary order? I, I thought L3 if you had his 1, 2, and 3. But if you think it's 4, is kind of necessary to his kit. I don't think so. I think he's pretty survivable at, uh, it's kinda what at L3. I mean, the invisibility is nice and the overheal is nice, but if he's got a... Yeah. Ideally, you have awareness on a majority of the time, so you don't really, like, absolutely have to have it. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't, like I said, I for, for me, the fifth one, I, I don't choose abilities based on my teammates dying. And I mean, I know there's going to be instances where they die, but I don't plan my strategy around death um, of my teammates. So, you know, it's nice to annoy your opponent on defense, but other than that, you know, I, I think it's got to come dead last. I mean, that's fair. Just depends on what you're priorities are you know i mean maybe if you're a lower level player and you're looking to try to be able to beat some teams a little bit higher than you then then that's a nice way to uh survive a little longer and win some matches you wouldn't otherwise win but i don't think for end game that's where i'd be at what do you think about metallo's legendary order i'm pretty set on what i think is probably best um, I definitely go with his, well, I guess this could be an argument. If you don't want his taunt, 
but if you want to use them for his intended purpose, you would go five first. Right. Because yeah, if you're, I think if you're going to do it the way they intended, you got to go with five first. But I think it'd be interesting to test how he performs without the taunt, given that he's not really squishy, but the wrong affinity, perhaps. Yeah, I could see that. And then I went with his two next. Because I feel like that stun is. You just love stun. Yeah, I love stun. So. <laughs> the purging the... two additional buffs is pretty nice too. Yeah, I think the. Uh, I was tempted to take the additional two buffs. My problem is it's on a longer cooldown than the other. Mm-hmm. Uh, than the stun move. So you know, I kind of went with the. I, I went with the stun first, and then went with the t- purge two buffs. I do like the purge two buffs, but I have noticed that his one does a ton of damage. Once you have a couple strength ups. I mean, it can, yeah. And you need to be taunting. Which, that's the other thing. His three, that taunt is not 75%. It's 7.5%. Because it never, <laughs> ever, ever works. <laughs> You just have terrible RNG, dude. Mine always stun. <laughs> mine, my, my, my stun works. I'm, I'm not talking about. I'm talking about the taunting. It just when you use the three, he doesn't get another taunt. I mean, granted, you open with a lot and you already have a taunt, but when I use it later in the match, it never ever procs, ever. I don't know why that can't be a hundred percent. Yeah, I, I think both that sense. that ability and the gaining strength ups should have been at a, maxed at a hundred percent. I mean, he wouldn't even have been remotely broken. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, man. <laughs> I do gain the sport strength ups pretty regularly. Um, but going back to his legendary order, so I like his five, I like his two, then I would I would go with one personally. I like the purge two additional buffs, but I, I feel like most of the time, purging two buffs gets you where you need. Because mm-hmm. there isn't too often where people have four buffs when you're early in the game. Yeah, you wouldn't use that. Oh, that's tough. You wouldn't want to use it early in a match. Because well, you wanna... It depends. If you're facing Hal, you use it immediately. Sure. But, you know, they so many so many teams get a ton of buffs nowadays. Yeah. That's I kind of want to use it. He's almost a character I feel like he's not that... Like, you almost want him L4 before you even roll him out. He's just, I don't know, really clunky in design. Now that I look, now that I think about it, agreed. Yeah, I agree. Like, he's a character that you want. You need him level eighty. You need him L five, preferably rebirth, to be able to soak up enough damage to survive. I just thirty percent extra damage to me too is is not that much, especially when you look every blue with it. It's just oh really? Yeah. No, the the problem isn't his damage. It's it's just fundamentally his kit is just kind of all over the place. It is. He's got. He's one of those characters. Whenever they try to cram too much into one character, it always makes them crappy. Yeah, I mean, I like. I like that he is a taunter that can stun, but he has no active. Wa- his his best way of gaining a taunt isn't guaranteed. Which yeah, just, is strange. Yeah, it's stupid. And then you need. Then you. Then you think about running. You know, characters like Constantine and stuff, and then you're like, "Well, do I really?" And then half the time in the match, once. You know, Arcus or Lex, you know, they have a million 
intellect up or strength up. You don't want to put a taunt on him because you know he's going to get nuked. Yeah. Right. Like, I can survive out of the gate, but if I don't remove those problem greens early. What I'll do is I'll test him without the um, taunt, and I'll see how he performs. I'll let you know. Yeah, I, I, sometimes I kind of wish... I wish you could turn off legendaries. Like, remove them. In certain yeah. Places. I don't know. I, all I know is that after this month, I probably won't be using him much outside of Alliance Weeks. I think most people won't. I'll use him just because he fits my... Comp, yeah, but it's your playstyle. I mean, all said and done, he's. I mean, he's usable. He's yeah, not he's, trash. Not, he's not a bad character. He's not trash, and that's what I mean. I think there's plenty of room in this game for characters like this that aren't sure. great. You know, you kind of wish they were a little better, but they're fine. They work and, in you know specific setups, which yeah. at the end of the day, that's that's how you play the game. Yeah, and he's a, he's a, he's a he's your standard box B character. Yeah, I mean, without Metallo, who are they going to rework in the future? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they don't rework enough characters, though, is the problem. And, like, when you have characters like Superman, who's on his 45th rework. Um, <laughs> they still can't get it right? And there's, like, an army of terrible characters that still need reworks. So. <laughs> oh, man. I, this morning, I saw a Rebirth 2 Superman taunt, mm. and that he used his attack on my red hood and one shot him you know actually superman is a lot better than i think people are giving him credit for he's very annoying to face yeah super annoying every time i've tried to use him in siege he does no damage at all it's maddening the you can't bring him for the damage he's just got to be a meat shield i he actually does. just ran him as a as a lead just now in a match and he soaked up all the hits did his job and you know I think there's a couple of team comps out there to be had that somebody's going to come up with that's going to be ultra annoying that is impossible to kill. Actually, you know what? If you want to be really annoying, uh, run him with Superboy because, you know, people are going to want to uh, people are going to want to taunt and um, they're going to want to go after Superman first just to get rid of him. But Superboy is actually giving that team Terminator. To really counter your strategy. Yeah, Superboy's super annoying. He's super annoying. I, I hate I was, him. I was running him with Penguin, and that was a lot of fun. If there's any character I hate more in this game, it's Superboy. He's one of the most annoying to face. So uh, I've always hated I, facing Superman, and I hate him even more I, now. I do, too. But Anyone with Super in their name, I hate. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and Bizarro, you had an announcement you wanted to make. Yeah, just, uh, I guess I'm fully back in the game, back in all the servers that I used to be in, and I'll be uh, cranking up the channel soon to uh, get some new content. Uh, so if there's folks who are particularly bored during the this uh, all this that's going on, then uh, I'll have more content for you soon. Now, um, I heard a rumor that you might be doing a podcast version, too, or you're just sticking to YouTube. Um, I'm still trying to figure out if I want to do the podcast version, but I I think it, it looks like it's probable. Okay. Uh, We're going to have some competition, Kage. Well, 
Well, hey. you were the one nice enough to you know, host my podcast <laughs> episodes, so I don't think we you really it. view it as a uh, competition. <laughs> we welcome it. We might just buy you out and just monopolize the whole market. <laughs> just add hey. me on the team. Get me a little icon there with all the other people sitting around the table, and then you don't have to worry about it. <laughs> you can have Bizarro's underboob hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> we, need, uh, we like to have the... The Kage versus 2D Tron Heat. So. Uh, you know, uh, you haven't done a live stream yet, you know? You've done one. Who? You. Oh, I know. I'm, I'm terrible about that. I need to buy... Well, part of the problem... I know this is going to sound like an excuse. Um, aside from the fact that I've been busier than I've ever been in my entire life for the past six weeks. Is um, the... My iPad is on... It just it's so freaking slow now. I need to get a new I'm I'm gonna buy I'm going to break down and get an iPad Pro. I just haven't gotten around to it yet. I wanna do my research and make sure I get what it, the right one and I just never have time to do that, so as soon as I do that I'll probably live stream more frequently. Is that does YouTube require a certain number of viewers to um or subscribers before you can live stream? I don't think so. No. You don't have to. Because that's something I want to start doing in the future. Yeah, no, we we actually don't stream on stream on YouTube. We use Omelet Arcade or something. But you well, can use it's through YouTube. It goes through YouTube. Yeah. But no, you don't need a pleasure number of subscribers. Yeah, Omelet Arcade okay. works great. I tested it that one time and it was fantastic. I need to stream more, but I just have that time busy. Yeah, that's what happens when you're an adult? <laughs> With a real job. <laughs> I'm not sure if that was a dig or not. Uh, Kage knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> no, hate, 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 he clowns on anyone who went to college. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't go to college? No, college is for sissies. <laughs> As I, I must be a real me. sissy because I, I, I have three degrees. <laughs> and a professor. <laughs> yeah, I have. Way too many years of school. I'm institutionalized now. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I just tell people that, that there is other than, more than one path. Well, that's for sure. Because yeah. there's way too many people who go to college who have no business being there. No. But that's a discussion for another day. Yeah. This is not the education podcast. No. The Waste Your Gems on Money <laughs> podcast. This is not the economic policy and social policy podcast. <laughs> and <laughs> our economic policy is probably terrible since we're suggesting you spend <laughs> obscene amounts of money on digital items. <laughs> <laughs> that actually regresses your gameplay potential. <laughs> exactly. Right? Imagine throwing $7,000 a month just to make your RNG worse. <laughs> exactly. Make your RNG worse. Your Wraith Arena worse, and really, there's no economic benefit to winning Siege. So it's, it's all, um, yeah, none of it makes any sense. It's a very upside down nope. world in DC Legends. <laughs> it's almost all like right. Bizarro's running. Yeah, exactly. Bizarro Legends. All right. Well, uh, it's Mother's Day, so I gotta go. Yeah, I, I, I need to get going too. Yeah, right, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. Yes. To yes. our DC Legends mothers. Yes. The 1% of female listeners, happy Mother's Day. <laughs> 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 All right. Gotta be in a 
subset of that because they're not even the one percent might not be mothers. <laughs> True. <laughs> Future mothers. When Kage forgets to, uh, you know, wrap it. So, anyway, have a happy Mother's Day, y'all. Take care. Thanks. Hi, this is Renee Sylvia, 88, DC Legends moderator. Thank you for listening to this episode of WROL Broadcast. If you liked the show, please check out patreon.com forward slash WROL Broadcast and find out how to get cool perks. Did you hear? Kage is live streaming in the nude. So we are fine with covering disease spreading. <laughs>